Well, hello, welcome to uh, the latest edition of the Orchard podcast. We are working our way through the fruits of the spirit. If uh, you're tracking with us, you will know that. And by now, we are up to fruit number five, I believe, which is drum roll kindness. Oh, yes. Woohoo! <laughs> hello, Amy. Hi, Rach. Nice How's to see today? you. Um, for those that aren't watching on YouTube, Amy is looking very lovely and green, I have to say. Very orchard vibes. Very, <laughs> very good. I'm wearing white against a white background. I didn't think <laughs> that through. So I just look like a head. I just look like a head. But you look like a, a, a what? Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland. Oh, we'll go yeah, with that. Yeah, you know. I'm, so, I'm posing you won't appreciate that. Sorry if you're listening. I was doing a little posing. I'll stop now. Um, anyway, kindness. We are here to have a bit of a chat around the fruit of kindness. And wow, what an amazing uh, journey, really, digging into this and understanding a little bit more about it. And as a, I don't know about you, Amy, but whenever we're sort of digging into a particular fruit, I'm also then hyper alert. Yeah. <laughs> To how that fruit is outworking in my life and it's yeah it, I uh, both Amy and I were just saying we've both had really shocking days haven't we <laughs> I I had I had a really bad night with our baby last night I was up I don't know for how long I didn't get much sleep Amy got locked in a car today yes I did I did so, I did I got yeah I long story but yeah got locked in a car <laughs> But I'm here. Yeah. I, I managed to get out. She's out. It's okay. I was thinking if there was a fire, I'm in a lot of trouble here. Yes. This should, yeah. Didn't think it was possible, but it is. There we go. <laughs> you smash the window. Smash the next time. Take your shoe off. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm thinking about this far too much. Um, so we were both saying that uh, it is an amazing gift, actually, to be suddenly aware of how kindness is outworking in our own lives but also the kindness of God to us and yeah. we want to talk about both of those things because actually uh, alongside us outworking the gift of kindness more than anything it's an expression mm. of God's kindness towards us and so we're going to spend a bit of time looking at that as well and just kind of having a bit of a love fest aren't we on Jesus on the Lord and just how much he has been kind to us. So uh, that's the plan. And as we were preparing this, we came up with these seven. If you're a note taker, you'll appreciate this. <laughs> I, I love, you know, a systematic, logical structure. So we came up with these seven kind of kindness is statements. And we're just going to work our way through those statements. And we hope, as always, that this inspires you. We hope it encourages you not to kind of pursue kindness in your own strength although intentionality is key like Amy has said before we want to concentrate what are the nutrients that we're putting into the soil of our lives um, but it's also about posturing ourselves in fact it is mostly if not all of this is about posturing ourselves at the feet of Jesus in the presence of Jesus by his spirit to receive more of him and then these fruits are literally an outworking of a life uh, in Jesus. You know, the, the vine, we are in the vine. And these fruits should just pour out of us 
the closer we are to Jesus. So it's again, we've named this before, but it's that tension of intentionality. What, what's our part to play versus we just receive this as a gift. So remember that tension as we journey through kindness. So the first thing, the first statement we want to make about kindness is that kindness is powerful. It is yeah. powerful. Kindness packs a punch. And yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, was quite violent. Sorry, I didn't mean to be violent. Um, but it would be easy to think that kindness is done in this namby-pamby, slightly wet, you know, oh, kindness. That was my, I don't know, Disney voice. Um, but actually, kindness can change the world. That's what we've been thinking about, isn't it, Ames? Kindness could literally change the world. And we, Amesie and I have had many conversations uh, about our parenting and the necessity for kindness in the way that we parent our children. In fact, I had a bit of a revelation this week. One of my children, uh, I won't go into all the details just to honor and protect her, but actually what I realized is she just needs a whole ton of my kindness. Mm. And it has worked. Yeah. Her behavior has shifted as I have pressed into kindness. Um, so anyway, that, that so kindness is powerful and it could literally change yeah. the world. And what we recognize is kindness is like this, this weapon, actually, that to, it, it's a cat. Again, uh, often these fruits of the spirit, they feel cult, countercultural, you know, in a in a world that can sometimes feel really unkind, you know, yeah. where feels like people are against each other it's like this the it, it can just it, it it can bring it can be like this powerful tool in so many situations and sometimes it feels like kindness is like resistance you know in the culture that we live in right now choosing to be kind we're going to unpack this more in some of these other statements but choosing to be kind feels like resistance against the sort of um the current of the culture that we live in right now, which, you know, cancel culture, this, you know, even with some of my kids who are sort of entering into the social media world in their early teens, I noticed this, this, this culture of nastiness and negativity, you know, that I don't remember being so prevalent when I was a kid, this sort of, you know, let's watch a YouTube kid clip, let's watch something on TikTok, and let's just tear apart the person on the other side of the screen. And I'm thinking, that yeah. is not who you are. Where's this unkindness coming from? That's not who you are. And so kindness can be, it's powerful because it's like resistance against the culture. And, and it can mm. cut through barriers, you know, of race and gender and socioeconomics and age. You know, it, it, if we choose to engage in kindness, it can cut through all these barriers, all these divisions that exist within our society. And, and last thing to say on, on the power of kindness, it can also change a culture. It can shift an atmosphere. It might be that you're working yes. in an atmosphere that feels toxic, that feels like it's sort of marked by unkindness. Or, or maybe you're in a family, you know, your extended family, there's, there, there's unkindness that exists within the culture. As we choose to put on kindness, it can cut through that culture. Yes. It can change the culture, it can change the atmosphere. So kindness is powerful statement number one and I have done a lot of talking Amy <laughs> it's good good talking yeah I totally agree you know kindness Rachel and I got bang on about kindness all the time don't we yes we in do. our home life and our values you know it's hard but yeah I mean 
kindness is so powerful. It actually is, as you were speaking, um, just reminded of that uh, verse in Romans, you know, that it's his kindness that leads, uh, that leads us to repentance. You know, so what we're saying here is that kindness has the power to lead to lead to salvation, to to lead people home to Jesus, you know, as we are kind, and we'll go into that in a bit. But you know, as we are kind, as we seek to be kind in a hostile world, like you're saying, Rachel, that actually it's the power to lead people into the arms of Jesus to come back home. Um, so it is so incredibly powerful. Um, but yeah, the other thing that Rachel and I uh, were just talking about um, is that how kindness is um it's so disarming you know it's it, um it diffuses situations doesn't it and I um I was actually um just reminded of a time that I was um in Asda I think I, I was just saying, a lot of our stories revolve around trips to the supermarkets <laughs> we do we do have a life for those that are listening we do we do do other things than record we don't rage we don't rage let's be honest (laughs) but yes go on share another supermarket story for us please because I I don't think we have squeezed the life out of the supermarket story yet is this that it was the supermarket car park oh well that's fine then it was a car park totally different anyway you know I I I wouldn't say I was a great parker but I'm an okay parker and I parked in a car in a car space and uh and when I came out of the supermarket I came back to my car and as I was putting groceries in my car this lady came round the side of my car and started yelling at me, you know, screaming that I was a little bit over the white line of the car and that she couldn't get her child out. And, um, and in that moment, you know, I, I guess I had that choice, didn't I? Like, am I going to, my, you know, my adrenaline is clearly, you know, the injustice that, you know, is bubbling. But it was like, am I going to be kind in this moment or am I going to let the anger and the frustration come out? And in this moment, not every time, Rachel, But in this moment, um, I chose kindness. I chose to be kind. And I just said, I am so sorry that that has made you so cross. Um, And uh, and she was like utterly gobsmacked. You know, it's like she was expecting a fight. It's like she was up for a fight. It was like, fight with me, fight with me. But actually, I came with kindness Mm. and it just melted it was like this disarming moment that diffused this anger you know and as you know even as I think about it even with other relationships I have you know if I'm if someone's stressed and I come with more stress it just creates more stress if someone's angry I come with more anger it makes more anger if someone's angry and I come with kindness or I'm angry and someone comes with kindness it just melts this tension it melts that um the, the the that emotion that needs to be diffused um and so I think again it, it just has that power um to do that and then also just around that sort of um disarming it has it kindness has the ability um to unlock I think um yeah. even even when we offer sort of vulnerabilities to one another you know if you are Every time, you know, if I go to a friend, often you have to say, Rachel, with a real vulnerability, you know, and I'm sharing something from my heart. If you come back with kindness, it just 
it's so healing, isn't it? It's like you're coming with Jesus's kindness to me and you're ministering that healing. Yeah. If you came with, you know, come on, Amy, crack on. You must, you know, get yourself together or really, you know, really did you know, piling on the shame or whatever it is. Or um, even like, or just, even like, I've got it worse than you, actually. You think that's yes, best. Make yeah. it about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I just think that it is, it really has the power to not only disarm, but also um, just to unlock, even as we're being friends with people or ministering to people, or like you say, with children, it has that ability to get to the heart of stuff, mm. which is so powerful, I think. Yeah. It's it's like that moment, isn't it, when you, you've had, something's going on in your, and I've had this before, because I, I don't actually cry, <laughs> cry that easily, you know, I have to be in exactly the, I think I can, I can get into that, hold it all together frame of mind quite easily, and so it, even if there's a lot going on in my life, like, I'm, I'm, I'm holding it all together, and it's that moment, isn't it, where a really trusted friend, again, often it's you, Amesy, or, you know, <laughs> another really close friend and they look at you with those eyes and they say hey are you okay is, is everything okay and you're like don't don't be kind to me don't be kind to me <laughs> hold it all together you know because kindness just has the power doesn't it to be like oh, I'm not okay actually I'm not okay and and yeah. really I probably you know it's, it's sometimes it's in those moments where you're like I, I can't actually lose the plot yeah. right now you know I'm in the supermarket yeah. <laughs> you know? or you know, <laughs> something's happening but yeah. actually, actually you did that I was just gonna say for me Amesy didn't you you came over and I had had a really rotten couple of days really emotionally charged couple of days and you did that look you did the look and you're like Rach and I was like no just a blubbering wreck <laughs> so that was very kind but I, even just as you were speaking, though, that, you know, we talked to we talk about this with friendships and in our sort of Christian communities. But, you know, that oh, just when you're just how the power that we have to offer the, you know, the world, I just think, you know, we get to offer these acts of kindness and we'll go into it, but go out of our way a bit, you know, um, to choose kindness. I just think everyone's crying out for that because ultimately it's Jesus's kindness isn't it that's in us like it's a yeah. fruit of the spirit <laughs> yeah I and mean, even that lady in the car park that what she's presenting with anger but probably what she's crying out for is yeah. kindness, actually isn't it and yeah, so, yeah. so the so we've got we've had kindness is powerful number one kindness is disarming Number two, the third thing we want to say about kindness, kindness is courageous. Like it takes courage sometimes to be kind. And you've touched on this already, Ainsley. But actually, kindness takes courage because depending on the scenario, a bit like your, you know, car park story, it, it's you risk rejection. You risk whatever response you might get, particularly mm. is perhaps a hostile situation or um or, you know, you, you don't quite know what you're going to get back from the other person. To choose kindness in certain instances is risky. You, you risk looking weak, potentially. You risk sort of being perceived like a bit of a doormat. Like if you're met with aggression yeah. or unkindness, if you respond with kindness, there can be this perception of, oh, well, you're just a doormat, you know, when actually we know the power within it. And the other thing about kindness, the reason I think kindness is 
as courageous it takes courage is because um, sometimes kindness isn't just about isn't just about the sort of um, the nice, lovely things. Sometimes yeah, that's true. the kindest mm. thing that we can do is tell somebody the truth. That's hard. Sometimes kindness isn't flattery. It's, it's actually gently telling somebody what they need to hear or holding somebody to account in a really loving and gentle way. You know, I, I do think in the church we, um, we misuse or we sort of misrepresent, you know, where it says in the Bible, um, uh, telling the truth in love, speaking the truth in love. And it's like, yeah, it's all truth and it's not much love. <laughs> it's just an excuse. I, I'm, I'm speaking the truth in love. You suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, no, actually, <laughs> when, when you speak the truth with kindness, yeah. it, uh, it leaves the other person edified. And I think that's the litmus test, isn't it? I remember years back, before I was dating Tim or anything, I lived with uh, a friend of mine called Lex, who may, be, who may be watching or listening, I don't know. And uh, I had started dating this guy from work. He wasn't a Christian, blah, 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 blah. And it just, I just knew it wasn't going to be a great relationship. Like, it wasn't going to be a good relationship, you know. And I remember her, and we had a, we, we were great mates. We're housemates at the time. And I just said to her, what do you think? And in the kindest way, she said to me, look, Rachel, I'm not going to tell you, don't date this guy. Like, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to do. But as your friend, because I love you and I want to be kind to you, I just yeah. I just don't see that this relationship is going to bring you life. I don't think it's going to bring you and closer to Jesus. I, I think it's actually going to be quite a distraction for you. And she delivered it with such kindness. Yeah. Yeah. right and I, I finished the relationship and that was that and I think that that's it isn't it if kindness takes courage because it's it sometimes it, it requires us to speak the truth but we when it's kind the other person yeah. feels loved in the process um yeah and, you know, sometimes I think kindness is counterintuitive we said that haven't we that to press into kindness when somebody all we're getting back from somebody is just negative and yeah hard and again caveat if you're in an abusive relationship the answer is the kindest thing to do is to get out so I just want to just caveat that for anyone who might be thinking you know somebody is abusing you the response doesn't need to be kindness as in staying in the relationship it means get out but yeah times when we're in a relationship and the person might be struggling and actually to be kind is counterintuitive and, and that takes that takes courage. So number three, courage. Yeah, it's really good. Um, the fourth thing that um, we were talking about is that kindness is practical. You know, it really is practical. And I think um, with it, we get a choice to um, practice kindness. Um, and one of the things that makes me think is how we can you know sometimes it's easy to practice kindness when people are looking you know um but actually if we really want to exercise that muscle of kindness it's how do we practice that in secret you know when no one's looking how do we practice that in the way that we think about people 
yeah. you know and it's like training ourselves to um yeah to, to have kind thoughts you know when when negative thoughts or comparison thoughts come in counter them with i'm going to bless this person you know if you're feeling jealous about someone turn it into a prayer of blessing you know and then just see what happens to our internal world when we choose to walk in the spirit of kindness um it actually made me think that um i when i i was watching um a like a you know one of those sort of x-factor type uh sort of singing shows yeah. i was sat with joseph as my son and, and my daughter we were watching it and i suddenly got like really critical about everyone's voice and I'm like oh well that was so tune, you know and that I can't believe that person got you know all those you know whatever yeses you know blah, blah. and I was being like really unkind and Joseph my son he just like he got really teary oh, and he just got he got off the sofa and he came up to me and he said mummy you're being really unkind. Oh, Joseph. Honestly, I felt conviction from heaven in that moment. Yeah. And I was I said to him, I was like, you're right, I'm being, I'm being so unkind. Yeah. But it made me think that when we want to practice this, like practice it in those small ways, you know, yeah. like learn the ability that come what yeah. comes off your tongue is kind of in the hidden place, in the in the place when you it doesn't when you think it doesn't really matter. When I was totally called out by my son because I was actually being unkind. Yes. Um, and so I think actually that it's not a passive thing. We get to choose and practice um, mm. kindness. Does that make sense, Rach? It does, and I think I was, you know. This, this this idea that kindness is practical, that it, it's demonstrative, you know, we're meant to demonstrate kindness. Yeah. I think that does take intentionality. And I think there are moments, and, you know, probably most people watching this, you know, lives are busy, aren't they? We've got, we've got various different demands on our time. But actually, Tim and I were chatting about it. We we're talking about a friend of ours called Mike, who may or may not be listening to this. And Mike is one of the most thoughtful people I know. He has kept our family well fed through his <laughs> insanely good baked goods since we've had a little baby he's an amazing baker he's an amazing cook um and he he has delivered so many cakes to us over the last six months I can't tell you amazing cakes and we were talking about this notion of thoughtfulness and how God, he's so mm. thoughtful he's so thoughtful and what we came to the conclusion was, is thoughtfulness is premeditated yeah. kindness. Thoughtfulness is premeditated kindness. And actually, sometimes the kindest thing that we can do is to show, demonstrate thoughtfulness, which means I have thought about you ahead of time and I'm going to go out of my way. I'm going to sacrifice mm. my time, my money, my skills in order to demonstrate kindness towards you through thoughtfulness, through a cake or through a meal yeah. or whatever. And I just, yeah. I mean, my love language is food. So, you know, it's, uh, that was, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. I just, lo I, lo I love that, that actually kindness isn't just this sort of airy fairy. It is, it's nitty, yeah. isn't it? It's in the, yeah. it's in yeah. the that we do where we think ahead. I'm going to do this for you to show yeah. you kindness. I love that. Yeah. And even, um, you know, it goes into what we talked about with patience, not being in a hurry. But even as we are sort of 
out in the world as well, being the hands and feet of Jesus, you know, it, it might be that it is like just being a little bit more thoughtful in whatever situation you're in. Like, I don't know, helping someone, you know, sort of through a door or crossing over, you know, bizarre uh, example there. But you know what I mean? Like um, yeah. seeing if someone's dropped things or they can't carry things. It's like just being aware yeah. of things happening outside of yourself, isn't it? It's just quite right. selfless yes. um, to be aware of others, not yourself in, in situations that we are in every day. Um, and I was thinking that in this sort of area of um, of it being a choice, of it being a practical, um, I think when when I think when I'm when I'm most kind, I'm feeling most rooted. You know, I'm feeling most um, secure in my identity in Christ. So, so you know, as I've received His kindness, that I'm a daughter, an undeserving daughter of the King. You know, I'm receiving that grace. I'm able then from that place um, to, you know, practice kindness to others. So I think that's part of what we um, have to do. You went, you, I think you broke up for a minute. Yeah, I lost you for a second, but I think it's okay. I think it's okay. Yeah. I think we're on number five. We're on number five. Yes, I, I think that's right. And just in a funny way, we haven't talked about this, but I guess it's that, it's that same invitation, isn't it? When, when we are struggling to respond with kindness, we yeah. need to go back to Jesus and say, why? Why? Why yeah. am I struggling to be kind to this person? Why, yeah. why am I struggling to demonstrate kindness right now? And that's where the Holy Spirit is so kind to us and helps us, yeah. helps, helps us to understand. And usually it's because we just need to hang out with Jesus more, isn't it? Quite frankly, that's what it always comes down to. But yeah, number <laughs> five, it kind of it kind of flows on from kindness is practical. Uh, kindness is costly. I think, uh, like like we were talking about in terms of it being demonstrative, you know, in, in, it takes intentionality. It requires us to go out of our way. Actually, kindness is either doing something for a person or acting in a way towards a person without expectation of anything in return. Again, back to your mm. story. You know, you, you didn't know how she was going to respond, but you, you choose to respond with kindness without expectation that it's going to come back to you. And I think that's really important, isn't it? That's really important that, um, and that, that can be costly that, I know there have been times where, and I think this is slightly the shadow side of my personality, is <laughs> I really like doing nice things for people, but if, if I'm in a low place, I can yeah. fall into the trap of, well, I did all of that for you and you've done nothing back for me. You know, I can fall into that slight martyr, you know, martyr syndrome. And actually when we're really connected with Jesus, we have the ability to express kindness, to demonstrate kindness and, and be cool, be okay with not needing to get back anything in return because we're getting what we need from Jesus ultimately. Yeah. That's how it works. And I think also kindness is, you know, it's costly because it's about wanting the, uh, the best for the other person. It's about thinking about the other and actually pretty much all of these fruits of the spirit are very altruistic, aren't they? That, that's the point. Again, the more we press into Jesus, the more altruistic our lives become. And of course, Jesus says, you want to find life? You want life? Mm. Give your life away. And it's yeah. counterintuitive, but it's true, isn't it? You, you want to, you want to re receive kindness? Well, give kindness away. Give kindness yeah. away. 
give kindness away. And I think that's how it works. That is the economy of God is that the more we give ourselves yeah. away, the more we receive, the more we receive. Yeah. So, number five, kindness. Yeah. And this and that really sorry, links into the last kindness. point. Number five, costly. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Costly. Yeah. And that, that really links into our sixth uh, point six. that um yeah, that kindness is we've written you know kindness is edifying. Um and uh and it just it just like you were saying, it's the, you know, the sort of economy of God that actually kindness is worship you know as we're as we're kind to people we're we're kind to God because we're loving his people and he's in his people you know and so actually as we um as we're kind to others we're serving God we're worshiping him as we demonstrate that as we practically outwork that um to our you know brothers and sisters um and so I just love that idea that it's edifying because we're ultimately we're created to worship you know we are we are made to worship we are most alive and we are most free when we are worshiping you know and so that's why that's why we talk about gratitude that's why we talk about just worship declare who he is because it actually edifies us because that's what we're created to do and so a way of worship is is a is being kind and so then it edifies us as we do that which is just like you saying the more you give yourself away the more you receive it just it is so counterintuitive but um is so remarkably true and actually i think ellie Linebear in her seeds of um seeds of truth that's what we called them i can't remember (laughs) went dead in my head um i think she once said you know she's in a in her little video she said if i you know when i'm feeling low or if i'm feeling down i instead of sort of falling into a bit of a pity party she didn't use those words but that sense she instead picks up the phone straight away and offers encouragement, offers kindness or or speaks to someone and encourages because it actually encourages and edifies her. I just thought that was such a great practical help to um to for, for this to edify us and yes. fill us. Yes. And k- kindness is really attractive actually, isn't it? I was just thinking. Yeah, really attractive. It changes it well, it changes it, it makes us shiny does that make sense yeah. and I think about yeah I, agree. I think about really kind people in my life or in my world and they're just really like they're just beautiful you know I don't mean yeah. I don't mean by the sort of the, the world standard yeah. I mean just they just shine they're just like shiny do you know what I mean it changes us it makes us and, and I think it, it is confronting, isn't it? Again, if, if we are choosing to put on kindness, if we're allowing the spirit to edify us and if we're being intentional about choosing kindness and, and it becomes sort of just second nature to us, when you then come across people that are living in unkindness, it's quite confronting, right? Yeah. You hold the mirror up, like, hang on a minute, what... What's going on with you? Like, I remember I was in Boots, not a supermarket, a chemist, <laughs> I should say. And I remember... Wow, so control raged. You were, like, living it. I know. I know. I ventured I ventured beyond the supermarket. But um, <laughs> I remember there was a girl serving me, and she was probably, I don't know, late teens, early 20s. She was so rude, like, just so grumpy and so rude. And 
Uh, a bit like the car park. I was like, oh, what do I do? I was thinking, what? And, and I'm a bit of a, you know, fight or flight. I'm like a fight girl. I'm like, I'm going to, I don't appreciate <laughs> this customer service, you know. But I had a, a, a good moment and I, I thought, what do I say? What do I say? And so I just said to her, are you having a really bad day? And I didn't <laughs> say it so classic. I, you know, I, I mustered up as much. Um, yeah. Uh, as much compassion as empathy as I could. I said, are you having a really bad day? And she just looked so confronted, like, yeah. oh, oh, gosh. Uh, uh, and she was like, no, no, I, I, I'm, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. So, like, oh, okay, I just, I just wondered. And, and that was it. That was the exchange. But I think if we operate in kindness, it can be really, really confronting. And um, I guess, I guess we'll bring ourselves into land with the the last one number seven is kindness is undeserved and at the end of the day God's kindness towards us is expressed through his grace right yeah ultimately we do not deserve all that God is longing to pour into our lives you know when he looks at us he sees us through the lens of Jesus and so all our unrighteousness melts away we are his children and it's that that's his kindness like the ultimate expression of God's kindness towards us is his grace is the fact yeah. that he loves us un- unconditionally I love um Alan Scott some of you will know Alan Scott he's a he's a church leader he's now in America but he's he's got this kind of mixed up accent because he was raised in Scotland lived in Northern Ireland <laughs> and he always says he's so kind He's so kind. That's what he says about God all the time. Oh, he's so kind. He's so kind. That was my terrible <laughs> Alan Scott impression. But I, it's true, isn't it? Like, oh, he is so kind. He's yeah. so kind. And it's as we receive, I feel emotional thinking about it. Like, as we receive his mm. kindness, undeserved kindness towards us. Yeah. Surely, yeah. surely our, our only response is to offer yeah. kindness to an undeserving world, right? I know, no. yeah. It's so and it's so it's so un it's so unconditional. I always I don't know about you, but I can sometimes go before God, you know, feeling like, oh, I've probably really let him down, or this has happened, or I haven't, you know, done enough in my eyes of what might please him. And you're right, you know, time and time again, you know always met with you know he just just complete kindness that you that always surprises me yeah. you know and you're sort of surprised that he can be that kind you're like surely you're a bit cross or you know do you know what I mean I but do, it's like it's, but it's this it's like oh you're so much more kind then I give you credit for, um, but it's the, but like what we're saying, but it's this kindness that's so powerful because it's not like, oh good, now I'm good, uh, now I'm in the good books. It's more like his kindness is like, oh, I'm overwhelmed now by who you are. That want, you know, that leads me to repentance. You know, leads me to life change. It leads me to worship. It leads me to be more kind. Do you know what I mean? I do. So powerful. Well, I feel like I had that this morning, to be honest. Like I said, I had a really rough night and I wasn't particularly pleasant to Tim, I have to say, at three o'clock in the morning, you know, because he's lying in bed. <laughs> Actually, he was really quite helpful. But um, 
And I had got up for the however many time to sort of uh, try and settle our, our baby. And I just wasn't very pleasant. I wasn't very pleasant to Tim. I was pleasant to the baby. I'll just be clear on that. I wasn't very pleasant to God either. I was like, why aren't you fixing this? I am exhausted. You've got to fix this, God. You're not fixing this. And I woke up in the morning. I say woke up. I, I just arrived at the morning, having had not much sleep. And uh, I knew that we were going to be recording this today about his kindness. And honestly, I was like, Lord, I, I'm going to struggle because I don't feel like you're being that kind to me right now because I need you to fix this. And and you know what? I I was at home. Church was online. Tim was leading worship this morning. And uh, so I was watching church online. And sometimes I don't have a hugely high expectation about encountering the presence of God because, you know, I'm at home, five children, crazy, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to watch church, trying to engage. But this morning, I just, despite the melee and the chaos, I just encountered the presence of God. I didn't deserve it. Like I did, I was not in, in super spiritual mode. You know, I hadn't had a quiet time. I hadn't prayed I, other than sort of being yeah. to God about him not fixing it. But I, he met me. He met me by his presence. I felt the love of God. I had a bit of a cry, you know, and I just, I was just met with his kindness. I was like, oh, oh. You're amazing. You're so good to me. I don't deserve it. You're so good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you why don't you why don't you end with sharing you are blessed to be a blessing. So why don't you share why don't you pray that same thing over us? I love I them. I felt like I just feel like they the just the words in my mind just as we were speaking, it just that sense that the Lord might want to be saying to some people who are listening to be kind to themselves. Yeah. You know, that this isn't about earning, this is about receiving, like you're saying. And actually yeah, just think for some, the Lord wants to say, just be kind to yourself. Um, you know, stop bashering, battering yourself. Um, true. Yeah. I so hopefully that. that will speak to someone. I love that. Yeah, let's pray. I love I love this as we pray. Um, Romans 2, the message translation of Romans 2, verse 1 says, he's not soft, but he is kind. I love yeah. that. And actually I was thinking, you know, Amy and I did this parenting thing called Circle of Security. And in it, one of the little sort of mantras, for want of a better word, as a parent is, our job is to be bigger, stronger, wiser, kind. Bigger, stronger, wiser, kind. So as the parent to the child, we're always meant to be bigger, stronger, wiser, kind. And that is how God is with us. He's bigger, stronger, yeah. wiser, kind. He's not soft. He's not a pushover. But he's really kind. He's really kind. Yeah. He sets the yeah. boundaries. He makes the boundaries really clear. But he's so kind. Um, so let's pray. Lord Jesus, I pray now that by your spirit you would come and feel every person that's listening to this right now, whether they're driving or whether they're sitting at home or whatever they might be doing right now. I just pray, Holy Spirit, come and fill us afresh. And we acknowledge again that this is a gift that you are longing in your kindness, you are longing to pour out your spirit on us. You are longing to edify us. You are longing to empower us, Lord. You are longing to bring us into freedom. You're longing yeah. 
to, uh, uh, to, to heal the wounds that can often cause us to respond in unkindness. And so, Lord, would you do that by your spirit? Be at work in our hearts, mm. in our minds, in our lives, Lord. And I pray for a revolution of kindness in our world, God, that you would uh, raise up every follower of yours to be intentional, actively looking for opportunity to be kind, to extend kindness, to shift the culture, to shift yeah. the atmosphere, Lord. We thank you for the power of kindness. Thank you for the kindness that you extend towards us, God. We are deeply, deeply grateful. And in the, in the way that you have shown kindness to us, Lord, let us be kindness to others, whether they deserve yeah. it or not. Yeah. Amen. 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 And that is the end. <laughs>